All right, welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer, Jim Cunningham, and my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Darren the Parlay Kid, Harry, and Brother Bry. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What is up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You guys, I know I go through this every week, but it's nonstop. Winners on ExtraPoints.com, you give out free bets, and then people take those free bets and turn it into real, real hard cash, right? And some of us, some of them have been thanking us and thanking you guys. But what's the record, Harry? 27 and 6 out of the last currently, 33? Currently with my win this morning, yes, uh, uh, 27 and 6. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. That's um that is close to 55%. No, it's a lot more than that. It's really good. <laughs> and we're doing well network wide. I think Martin Weiss, who's getting his masters from USC next week, is three to one, three and one this week. Jen Piacenti gives us uh her daily picks on video, daily fantasy. She hit with Robbie Ray. It broke my heart that she had to jump into Robbie Ray. <clears throat> she said to she's she's ready. She laughed at you, Harry. Now no one's laughing now at Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, eight strikeouts yesterday. He's a strikeout machine. Yes. I noticed um, she did very well, although I noticed she screen grabbed what you know, her picks, and she had like 40 points for every player on her roster. But uh, sadly, I think she only had like $57 in her account. She had that part in there too. But anyway, I think I think it, it hadn't gone final. She probably has hundreds and hundreds now. Hey, we did our first to 10 Tuesday on Tuesday, and it was fun, but it was a disaster. We let Harry take over. Harry picked the Raptors to score 10 points before the Clippers. And, of course, it was 8-8. I think we had a missed dunk in there. Very exciting, right, Parley Kid? And then uh, we lost 10-8. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think the Ra- Raptors ended up winning the first quarter, too. It just uh, it came down to one basket, and um, we were just on the wrong side of it. So, uh yeah, thanks for that. Uh, I can't Harry. wait. I can't wait to get it done again uh, next Tuesday. Right? We're gonna do we're gonna it. Yeah, I think we'll do the TNT game so everyone can watch along. And it was first attempt. Actually, they Brian, they were they got to 15 first, and they got to 21st, and, and they, they won, won, the, the and quarter, won the quarter, and then they won the half. Yeah, and they were up to, <laughs> and they got the first basket too. Right. Well, I knew, and I said this when, when we went live on Twitter. I said, "We're there's no way we're gonna." Once I went around the horn and asked how much everyone bet, and I bet hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and these guys bet on whatever. And then Harry, how much did you bet on it? Twenty two dollars and forty cents. Okay, so that's it. So as soon as I knew Harry only wagered twenty two dollars on his pick, that was it. But I talked to uh, my business partner and the guy who writes your checks, and he's docking you eighty dollars this week. So there you go. We're taking it out of your check. That's four weeks worth of bets for you. Sorry, eighty dollars. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> All right. So that means I, so that means I get two hundred and twenty dollars for the week, right? So that tough for a fair. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> yeah, poor yeah. thing. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Our extra points futures draft. Go to that. Also, extrapoints.com slash draft. You'll see, we all took future. So it's like, uh, who will be leading in home runs by the All-Star break? Um, we did, you know, uh, Kentucky Derby was in there. We did first picks in the draft. I won with Baller. Uh, Dave Damashek won with, who did he have? Oh, he had Zach Wilson going second. No, he had uh, Trey Lance going third. Yes. Gary, you won a small thing. You had Wilson going second, right? You won like $40 off second. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now Chelsea and Man City are playing in the, God almighty, the FA Cup. What is this, Brian? Cha- what is the cha- this? The Champions League. 
Champions Final. League. Brian's Chelsea twelve to one. Dar, you have Man City. What is what are those odds? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's soccer. I, I Darren's really, Darren's really into this. I don't know. Go no, to extra I am. Points, that's the Doug thing. I, I, that's the thing. I, you know. I think there like were I thought, um, I, two weeks ago. I thought it was Man United. I had. I don't even I, realize <laughs> I had Man City. I, I think it was. I think it was like uh, two plus two fifty, maybe two. Oh, is that what it is? All right. Yeah. So yeah. So Darren's got the dual entry of Man City and Man United. <laughs> but anyway, now check it out. All our picks, extrapoints.com slash draft. <laughs> and one more thing, one more note of housekeeping, extra prop. Yes, uh, go to at extra points pod and at prop swap, hashtag extra prop and give your guess for Portland three-point attempts and Anthony Davis points combined. That's a number combined. Portland three-point attempts, Anthony Davis points. Combine that number, go to either at extra points pod or at prop swap on Twitter. You have to be following both accounts. Hashtag extra prop. You get $225 and a Lakers futures for free uh, to win the title. So that'll be fun. It's a free guess. Why not do it? Let's go to the NFL. We've gone too long without talking about the NFL. Obviously, the draft was last week. We have a chance to pick offensive rookie of the year. The numbers are up. Defensive rookie of the year. The numbers are up. No surprise here. Trevor Lawrence, the favorite to win offensive rookie of the year. It's going to be a tough one. I don't know. I don't know what to. Uh, it's such a tough one. Anyway, Trevor Lawrence plus two seventy. Justin Fields five to one. Zach Wilson seven to one. Trey Lance nine to one. Mac Jones plus nine fifty. Uh, Kyle Pitts thirteen to one. And then we got some uh, receivers and running backs in there. Well, actually, we'll start with you, Bry. I don't know. I think. I get you saying you like Najee Harris fifteen to one. There are some receivers that you might want to take, but. Isn't it tough when there's five starting starting quarterbacks, rookie starting quarterbacks, well, for yeah. another position player to win a running back, a receiver, or a tight end? Yeah, it's almost impossible, right? I mean, you get you have five quarterbacks. You figure one is going to be great, right? I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, the assumption is one would be great. So you'd have to, as another position player, you, you're going to have to have something special. So look, I'm the first guy. I I hate I hate taking a running back in the first round, especially when you have line problems mm -hmm. but we heard parlay kid last week destroy joel um oh, about that was this bad. to the that point really where bad. joel was actually scared of parlay kid after it he texted yeah. me uh did joel very, come back yeah. this week <laughs> that, that, that's a first I, I, that's anyone's been afraid of the parlay kid whoa i think, <laughs> I think joel's <laughs> back but uh, you wouldn't be surprised though right i mean harris is gonna be harris is gonna be really good right I, I i'd actually be surprised if harris didn't have 1200 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns I mm -hmm. think he actually is going to be better than that. So I, I, I think the point is at least at fifteen to one. I think Harris is going to at least be in the running or top three for most of the year. Uh, you know, again, it's going to be tough to beat out one of these quarterbacks, but I think you know one of those quarterbacks will distinguish themselves from the other. And Harris, I think, will still be in the running here. So to get fifteen to one, I think once the season starts, a guy like Harris will probably be like you know five or six to one. So, uh, so I, I think you just get value at this point. With there's him. three running backs in the last eight years have won it. Eddie Lacy, yeah. 2013. Eddie Lacy won this award in 2013. Crazy. Oh, actually, four. Todd Gurley, 2015. Alvin Kamara, 2017. And Saquon Barkley, 2018. And probably, kid, I think you agree. Zeke Elliott should have won should've in won. 16. But yeah. Prescott won. Um, so not terrible odds in terms of that. But again, with five quarterbacks starting. And like you said, one of them has to be great. What would what kind of numbers would Najee Harris have to put up to win this thing? Uh, 
He's going to have to. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, he's going to have to get probably 14, uh, 1400. He's probably going to have to get 1400 yards or he's going to, you know, he's going to have to have probably like, you know, 15, maybe 15 total touchdowns, but it's definitely possible with him. Yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't put it past Harris. That's for sure. Parlay kid, Kyle Pitts. I know he's a tight end. He's playing like a receiver, but he's a tight end. When was the last time a tight end won this? That's a, that's how you're uh, right? No, I don't, you, I don't I think don't know. we'll I, see a tight end on I the don't list know. here, Sal. Um, <laughs> but I, but, but I, I look at him as more of a receiver here, right. Sal. I think that's what I'm looking at. I mean, and you, yeah, Odell, um, what? Uh, two, six, I think seven two in the ago. last two in the last seven and Percy years. Harvin, right? Um, back in probably about a, a decade ago or so. Yeah, a little more. Um, yeah. Right, so Pitts, the look, you don't take this guy fourth and not throw to him, right? Mm-hmm. And and it there's basically with this Julio Jones situation. I mean, some people seem to think he might get released or traded uh, eventually, but I think in both cases it might help Pitts if he stays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julio Jones obviously makes Pitts a better uh, player, right? Um, and if he goes, uh, there's just probably more balls coming his way. I. Uh, can you see uh, 80 catches, 1,200 yards, and uh, close to 10 touchdowns for Pitts? I yeah. can. Uh, I can. And he's starting from day one, and he's going to he's gonna get the ball thrown to him. So if he's right. at that 80, uh, you know, over 1,000 yards receiving, 10-plus touchdowns, he's going to be in the mix at 13-1. to 1. That's excellent value right now for mm. uh, who I think is probably the best offensive player in the draft and maybe the most ready guy right now. Right. Well, yeah, I'm looking back. There was, And again, he shouldn't be treated as a normal tight end. Last tight end to win this award, and also the only, as far as I could tell. Anybody know? Um, Nobody? Mike Ditka. 1961, wow. Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. Uh, oh, shit. my gosh. So 50 years. So I could see that. every 50 years if they uh, – well, actually, it would be 60 years. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you're right. They treat him like a receiver. What did you get? 15 to 1 on Pitts? They got to throw him 13 to 1. 13, 13 to, 1. to 1. Not bad. Harry, you and I agree. We think it's going to be a quarterback. We don't want to take Trevor Lawrence. We want to take Zach Wilson here. What do we get? Plus 450. I saw it moving all around. What did I say? Uh, Zach Wilson, 7, seven to 1. Seven, yes. seven, seven to 1. Seven to one. Uh, I think he gets the reps. I think he's the only, he and Lawrence, I think, are the only two that start week one. I think Garoppolo takes over for the 49ers, uh, Cam for the Patriots, and the Red Rifle for the Bears. And Fields, Lance, and Mac Jones will eventually get in there. But I think Zach Wilson, I don't know out of pity or for what reason, but at 7-1, I think those are pretty juicy odds for a quarterback who should start week one. Yeah, Sal, I mean, tell tell your father, listen, the Jets are going to be okay this year, I think. Uh, you got to tell him that. Why would I, I, I lie to get, him? I mean, he's an old I'm man. Telling Why would it. I listen, lie to Sam, him? Again, for three years, I've been saying how awful Sam Darnold is. He can't throw. He can't read defenses. And it's gonna. And if I haven't proven that already, it's gonna happen when it when he can't do it in Carolina either. But Wilson is going to be a good quarterback with the Jets. He's got. He's in the Big Apple. He's got the blonde hair, the bandana. I mm. love all that. But aside from that, look at his stats at at BYU last year. 74% completion percentage, 43 <laughs> touchdowns. He can run with 10 touchdowns, 336 attempts, just three picks. The Jets went out and got some free agents for him. They got Tevin Coleman, who's an excellent receiver out of the backfield. They also got uh, 
a former first rounder in Corey Davis. Uh, they got veteran Don, uh, Dante Moncrief. They got Denzel Mims last year in the draft, and this year maybe one of the most underrated picks in wide receiver, Elijah Moore out of Mississippi. He had three games last year for 225 yards or more. I love mm. this kid. I think he's gonna. He had a great draft uh, um, draft day of or whatever it is when he thrown the passes day. around. Pro day. I mean, pro day. <laughs> it was fantastic throwing it that 50 yard pass down. I know that nobody there, right. but it was on All the right. money. So I'm gonna take him. I want to change my pick. I just don't like Harry's tone through this whole thing. He just he just wanted to shit on Sam Donald again. That's all he wanted to do there. But um, guess what? If 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 something happens and he is good again, you know, I think the only hope here Donald was awful for Zach Wilson is the Jets are down by twice. I I think a lot of garbage yards. Yeah, of course. Well, yes, that has to. Yeah. Well, you you think they're going to win eleven games? There were games last year where the Jets could have won, and Donald didn't get him down the field to end the games and win the game for him. Yeah, I don't see it. I think they're going to get a lot of garbage. I'm not saying this is building my case here. And the number oh, one God. pick, if you look at the number one, the quarterback who's gone number one, the last five have averaged 17 touchdowns and 13 interceptions their first year. So that's what I'm putting them up against Trevor Lawrence. That's who the favorite is. So Zach Wilson by a nose. I'm looking at Mike Ditka. I'm being sent this message. Most receiving yards by a rookie tight end, 1,076 in 1961. They didn't, they didn't throw for crap back then, right? Wow. All right, so let's go to the other side of the ball. Defensive rookie of the year. Well, the favorite, this is a little little more up in the air. Micah Parsons, the Cowboys, plus 550. Jeremiah Owusu Koromayo, plus 750. I know I butchered it. I'll get it right. Quiddy Pay, plus 850. <laughs> Jalen Phillips, 9-1. Patrick Sertan, the second, 11-1. Saving Collins, 13-1. Um, Parley Kid, start us off. You like our boy. He took number 11. Did you see that? I did see that. Um, Cowboys, number 11. Uh, People remember Cole Beasley more recently as the number 11, but uh, Parley Kid and I remember Danny White. I know you love Danny White as much as I did. Maybe the most cursed quarterback. You know, we say Romo's cursed. Similar thing. Not as talented as Romo, but three NFC championships in a row. Never got to the big game. And now uh, Micah Parsons has his number. Which I think he probably took it because of Danny White, right? No. I <laughs> no. Uh, hey, Danny White was a hell of, heck of a punter, too. Yeah, he punted the, the ball. He really yeah. did it all. Arizona State, Solomon, Harry. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah. He wasn't a 400-pound punter like Joel Solomon's team. Though. Not <laughs> as good as Randall <laughs> Cunningham, though, Darren. But. <laughs> what about Randall? Why Why Randall Cunningham? Randall why? punted, too. He punted oh, right, right. That's right. Yes. Right. Yeah. All right, so Parsons Absolutely. is plus 550. Yep. You like him there. I I'm not going to go with Parsons, but you like Parsons. We're playing a 3-4 under Dan Quinn, so he's going to get a lot of a lot of reps there in and out. No Leighton Van Der Esch. We didn't exercise his tender or whatever it's called. Or uh, or Sean Lee, obviously, retired. But you like Parsons, the favorite, plus 550. Yeah, well, because the Cowboys' defense here has been so bad, Sal, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're going to plug Parsons in. Uh, I'm really not sure where exactly uh, in that linebacker scenario yeah. he's going to play but he's going to pretty much be an every down linebacker for them mm-hmm. I actually always like going to linebackers with the defensive player of the year award because a guy like a guy like Parsons could lead the Cowboys in tackles and if this defense even just becomes mediocre right it's going to seem like such a tremendous improvement that Parsons is going to get a lot of credit for it Dan Quinn is going to help this defense a lot too Yep. so on paper, I really like this here, Sal. Uh, Got to remember, three years ago, Van Der Esch 
was in the running for the Defensive Player of the Year, too, right. for the Cowboys. He was certainly in the top three, I believe, that year. Parsons more talented, uh, healthier. I think he's really healthy. He didn't even play last year. So mm-hmm. he's fresh. I think he's going to be all over the field. And uh, this defense is going to be. They can't get worse. They could only get better. And I think they're going to get significantly better, which is only going to make Parsons look really, really good. So let's take him at plus 550 right now while you can get him at that. All right. Now, Paulie Kidd, if you're good, if you're a real Cowboys fan like you say you are, yep. name me the last Cowboys defensive rookie of the year. Um, when was the last time it happened? Uh, I'll give you a hint. You want it's a hint? not Greg Ellis. Greg no, Ellis. Let me, no. You want a hint? Yeah. The hint is never. <laughs> <laughs> never happened. I'm looking wow. at it. This I was going to say it. I was going to say never. 54 years. That's crazy. Man. It's never happened. Really? They've never had? I mean. Let me read smokes. you the 54 winners. No. No, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's never happened. It never. Even the Jets Holy had a bunch. S- the Jets well, had Sheldon Richardson, Jonathan Vilma. Yeah, that's Hugh, weird. That's Douglas, Sheldon, that's Sheldon Rich- Millen. Yeah, that Sheldon Richardson one was weird. That's incredible. It's crazy. You mean Brandon, Brandon Carr didn't win it? Wow. Hmm. I didn't see him there. Come on. <laughs> I think, Mike, I think my, uh, Mikey Meatballs has his autograph or something, right? Brandon Carr? He does Carr? have Brandon Carr. Right. Yeah, he does. Um, they didn't draft Brandon Carr, Harry. Yeah, Brandon Carr right. is garbage. Was free oh, I, was just, right, yeah. I, I was just saying he was garbage. That's why I meant by it. Oh, okay. come on, Harry. Uh... All right, Harry, since you, you want to talk here, who do you like? I'm going to go with, uh, at 15 to 1, I'm going to go with J.C. Horn mm-hmm. for the Panthers. First off, great pedigree with his father being a great wide receiver with the Saints. Good, Got great size for a cornerback at 6'1", 210. Loved his cockiness uh, from the former Gamecock. Uh, it said that he was far and away before the draft, that he was the best cornerback in the draft, and that he should go number one, and he did. Now, maybe that's taking a shot at uh, Sertan, who... Uh, he went up against in the SEC from Alabama, but I think this is a situation where uh, this could be two straight seasons. The Panthers draft drafted a dominating member of the secondary last year. It was Jeremy Chin, safety, who led Carolina in tackles, had two t- two touchdowns and fumble recoveries. And J.C. Horn, like I said, great size, great speed. I like him a lot in the spit situation. Uh, led the SEC in pass defenses. So give me J.C. Horn, Horn at. 15 to 1, pretty good odds. Marshawn Lattimore won as a cornerback in 2017. And I'm looking, Marcus Peters won in 2015. Then before that, it had been forever. I mean, it was Charles Woodson in 98. But uh, all right. I, you know what? All right, Brian, I'll let you give your pick. You you have one of the guys whose names I can't pronounce uh, just yet. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm going to say, like, this is the year, right, for defensive rookie of the year. You could honestly probably take. You yeah. could take some guys with some high odds uh, and potentially win this thing. But I'm going to say uh, Aziz Ojolari from the Giants at 15-1. I'm surprised Ooh. Harry didn't jump on him here. Uh, pass, pass rushers, look, have had the advantage uh, the last few years winning this award, three of the last five. But Ojolari is going to be – he's going to be really good for the Giants. He should fit this defense well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's going to help him right away. He's super quick off the edge. If you watch his highlight reel, I mean – I've watched tons of SEC and Georgia games, but if you watch his highlight reel, it is really great. I mean, he had nine and a half sacks, four forced fumbles last year in 10 games. Um, I just, he's the type of guy, again, I mean, the only reason he fell in the draft was injury concern. So he's going to come right in. He's probably going to, you know, he should start right away. He's a guy who could get eight to 12 sacks potentially right away in rookie year. So at 15 to one, um, 
I would definitely take yeah. him over any of the other edge edge rushers. I think well, in this, I, in this yeah. class, I have Quiddy Pay, but I think that um, I'm thinking along the same lines as you. It's a it's a numbers game here. If you can put up sacks and pressures and all that, Chase Young won it last year. Nick Bosa the year before. Um, Joey Bosa won in 2016. So I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna take Quiddy Pay. You know, Darius Leonard won it for the Colts. Pay is an ed ru- edge rusher for yeah. the Colts. I look at that division. He's chasing Tannehill. He's chasing Lawrence, who'll be under pressure a lot with a not a great offensive line. He's chasing Deshaun Watson's replacement, who is either Ty Taylor or David Mills. Um, last two years at Michigan, uh, eight and a half sacks in 16 games. I think he's good. I think he's solid. That's already a good defense. He could make some noise. Like I said, Darius Leonard. Already a cult that won it a few years ago. So, but I think you're right, Bry. Let's jump on a few of these and yeah. make some money. And who the yeah, hell definitely. can remember who we took in May anyway? But <laughs> now let's talk hoops and basketball fans. FanDuel is making betting on NBA games even more fun and exciting with same game parlays for a limited time. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking up new users by doubling your winnings on your first same game parlay. That's right. FanDuel is going to double your payout when you win. Your first same game parlay up to $250. Root for your favorite players. You know, create your own favorite player focus parlay if you want. You put a small bet down and win big because the odds are high, which results in great payouts. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and make your first deposit to get started. Then place your first same game parlay on any NBA game until May 9th. There you go. Great promotions, safe and secure, fast payouts. You get paid in as little as 24 hours. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Use promo code against all odds at sign up. Promo code against all odds. I'll give you a same game parlay. Hold on. Let's do this. Let's do it real quick. We haven't even looked at this, but for Friday, Harry, you like, uh, let's go Lakers Clippers. Um, pick, you pick the game. I'll take the, uh, I'll take the Clippers. Clippers minus eight and a half. And I'm going to say uh, Kawhi Leonard first points, six to one odds. Anyone else want to throw that in? That that's good enough right there. If we want eight and a half oh, yeah. and six to one, that pays eleven um, to one odds right there. Bry, do we want to risk it? You sure? Yeah, let's do. Uh, <laughs> Will there be overtime? You can do whatever you want here. Uh, seven, seven is it and there? A half, seven and a half rebounds. Oh, all right. So you're going over. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, you yeah. are going over rebounds. Over. All right. Where can I find? There it is, right there. Easy to find. All right, so we have uh, Anthony Davis over seven and a half rebounds. The Clippers minus eight and a half. Kawhi for the first basket. My God, we're at twenty-seven forty-nine. You don't want to. I mean, this is like this is getting crazy, Parlay Kid. You don't want to risk this, do you? No, I do. Yeah. Oh, Go, you Paul do. George, <laughs> Paul George over four and a half assists. Minus one hundred four. Oh my God! All right, now I have to put this wow. one in. What, Harry? What do we do? We should. We should stop, and we could have. <laughs> Let me put this in. Paul George <laughs> over four and a half assists. There you go. There it is. I see it right there. All right. Minus one. So Kawhi Leonard first basket. Clippers minus eight and a half. Anthony Davis over seven and a half rebounds. And Paul George over four and a half assists. Mm. 60 to one odds. Just do nice. it. And you get your money back if you lose, right? What are we getting oh, back? Man. Come on. This is crazy. Do it. Mm. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Download it right now. Use promo code against the odds at the sign up. Now let's talk basketball. Now here's the thing. I got excited because FanDuel had odds on teams to make the playoffs. And there's like four or five that really are still up in the air. 
uh, Washington, Charlotte, Golden State, Indiana. And I think they all play tonight. <laughs> so these odds are going to be, I'm so excited to play, talk about anything other than MVP that I'm like, oh, I have a good idea. Let's discuss <laughs> uh, these teams to make the playoffs. And so let's start it off, Brother Bri. You like Washington to make the playoffs at plus 184. Now, I should say, what's the they score are, in this game? They're they losing, are, by, they're losing right. by five. So, all right. So that, that's the thing, right? They're down five with three minutes to the Raptors. So uh, that lead, the Wizards are about to be only two games up with five left on the Raptors. Mm-hmm. So that'll uh, go wait, to two to, that'll go to almost two to one odds if you like the yes. And I think you yeah. do still. Yeah, I still like the I, I still like the yes at two to one. I mean, um, I don't know. They're when you even losing this game, right? They're thirteen and four over their last seventeen, and and those four losses, three of those losses were by a combined five points. So, I mean, mm. Westbrook since April first has been ridiculous. He's averaging thirteen and a half rebounds, thirteen assists. So at this point, though, you're looking at them having to beat the Pacers, right? And then the Hornets likely. If the Hornets Hornets Heat right now is that other game. I mean, right. that, they could flip. I guess the the bottom three could flip a little bit here, but it had to be the Pacers, Hornets. Out of those mm-hmm. three, b- based on the way these teams are playing, I think you'd have to like the Wizards. So the fact that you're getting them at two to one versus maybe a Hornets team at plus one fifty to make it. Uh, I know they only right. have to win one game, the Hornets potentially, but I would take that two to one odds. All right, Hornets are lost by 21 tonight. But um, by the way, the Wizards are only down one now I with see two, that 220 now. left. Wow. All right, so that could go down to even odds. No, not that bad. But uh, <laughs> it's going to be between one, I mean, 150 and 200. I mean, the right? o- the odds are they're staying at 10 or nine or 10. They can't really move too many places. Right. So right. It probably That's shouldn't right. change too much. All right, we'll keep that in mind. I should have had to go last. Uh, but Toronto 108, 105 now with two minutes left. Um. All right, Harry, you like Indiana to. Miss the playoffs, but they're up 12 early in the fourth against Atlanta. You're going to stick with this? I will. I will stick with them because, you know, this if they do win this game, that'll put them at 12 and 20 at home at home this year. They have the least wins at home tied with Orlando. Uh, their assistant coach, Greg Foster, the other day suspended for arguing and fighting with a player. That's the least of their problems down the stretch here, I think, since February 24th. I think there's 15 and 21. Uh, their last four of five they've lost, and then those four losses, they lost to Portland and Brooklyn at home, gave up 133 and 130 de- 30 points. Absolutely no defense going on with the Pacers. They lost those games by 38 points combined. They gave up 154 in regulation to Washington, uh, and Westbrook the other day as well. And the uh, and the other loss yesterday to the Kings, who still don't have De'Aaron Fox, lost to double digits at home. And schedule-wise, Pacers still have Washington again. They've got Philly, Milwaukee, and they got the Lakers. I don't see the Pacers making the playoffs here. Yeah, you just wonder who's going to be sitting at it. Sometimes it's good to play some of those better teams because they might sit guys. Yeah, you know, you know, mm-hmm. anyone could sit anybody. You never really know. Uh, Parley Kid, you and I disagree with this. I say Golden State does not make it. Now, when we say to make the playoffs, you have to be – one yeah. of the eight teams eight. left, right? Sure. After all the play-in nonsense, you have to still be standing. And I say no. Um, they have the Jazz and the Suns. Now, they have Oklahoma State twice. They should win both those games. They have tonight uh, and Saturday, I believe. Then they have the Jazz and the Suns. I don't think they get out of that nine spot. I think they end up 37-35 and 35, right around there. And... Maybe they beat the Spurs and lose to the Grizzlies. It'll be a five-point fave against the Spurs and a sizable underdog against the Lakers or Blazers. So I see that the Golden State, the no, 
as good value here. Again, that number is going to jump around a little because they're probably uh, going to win tonight. But uh, yeah, that's what I would go with. Now, talk me out of uh, talk me out of the no. Well, I think you know, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how Curry could win the MVP, right? Like maybe mm-hmm. three weeks ago. Sure. Um, and out of this group, I just look at him as uh, the player that's most likely to carry his team to victory. Uh, and that's Curry. Um, if you're looking at this, uh, you know, the bottom teams here, right? San Antonio, Memphis, Golden State. I, I Look, Golden State is going to have to play their way into this tournament. We know that. Uh, and I again, Curry to me is the guy that uh, in a uh, one game, two games, he he's the most likely to carry his team, score 40 mm-hmm. points, 50 points. This team wins. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else is going to be doing that uh, in these circumstances. So well, he might play a Dame uh, Lillard, right? If they, it's all that nine ten, right? If they don't have to play in that nine ten, all of a sudden they're you know they don't have a must win in the first game, and yeah, so a Curry against Dame Lillard yeah, I mean, would be pretty fun. Even if they, even if they, you know that nine ten, yeah, I, I I still think they get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- look, they they have guys on that team that have had runs in the playoffs before. I think they're motivated to get into that top eight. Uh, but yeah, you're going to have to probably maybe go through Portland. Like you're saying, Dame Lillard, he could maybe match Curry. Right. But look, what plus 110, right, for them to get in. I'll, I'll take that plus right there. Yeah, it might end up being a little minus if they slaughter Oklahoma City tonight, or, or maybe not. These will move uh, just a little. Well, of course, we probably should have waited because <laughs> Toronto and Washington are knotted up at 109 with 109 remaining. And the Pacers are only winning by four there, Harry. So the that's Hawks close. making a nice run here in the fourth. There you go. Well, we seem to do it. So there you go. There's NBA. We'll be talking NBA. The playoffs start, I want to say, two weeks from Saturday. Is that right? The 22nd? Is this when this, uh, the playoff play-in stuff? Uh, so I, th- I think if they have five games left, that's probably what it would be, six games. Yeah. So two weeks I, from Saturday? Does the, yeah, I'm trying to think. Does the play-in game start on the Saturday, or are they doing that? I thought they were doing it. I mean, it you only have- yeah, you only have five. Joel, look that five up. Games Joel, left. May twenty second. Yeah, so two weeks from Saturday is uh is is when the the play it right. Or you you think it starts before then? I don't I'm know. I'm thinking it starts before then, Sal, because the season ends on the sixteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're um, right then. All right. So, so the playoffs, I'm thinking playoffs that's probably the when the actual playoff, gotcha. the one through eight, start. Right. That's exactly that right. Thinking? Oh wow. Yeah. So we have. Holy crap. So we could have like a week from Tuesday. We could have a playoff game or a play-in game. Yeah, right. fun. I kind of like right. that. I, I like that. So I know LeBron hates it, but I like Look, it. I do too. I don't care. Like if you don't like it because too many teams are involved, well, it's a one game elimination, right? So you're playing the whole year for one game out of the nine and 10 seeds who weren't going to get a game anyway. Right? So why not? So just, uh, let's just play it. And if you're good enough to make the playoffs, you shouldn't be in this seven, 10 situation right well right. and that and that's the mm-hmm. thing like if if you're the seventh seed you just have to win one you know if you're right. the seven or eight you just have to win one game right, right. essentially one one of two games and you're in so yeah, it's not like uh, baseball where you're screwing up your yeah. pitching rotation if you have to throw your ace in the one game elimination right uh, right game. so just just uh buck up lebron and try not Trying to make the top six seeds there. I don't know what to say. And maybe play. He came back for two games and now he's gone. Um, don't lose to Sacramento and Toronto at home. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Saturday night, Canelo Alvarez against Billy Joel Saunders. This is on the zone. 
I asked you each to take a prop here from this fight. It's going to be a fun one. We know what Canelo is capable of. 55-1-2. and two. The one loss is to uh, Floyd Mayweather, who looks just pathetic now. I'm getting his hat stolen from him. My God, what an embarrassment. But to have that loss on your record now for Canelo. But look, he beats up on everyone. And I, I watched a little of this Billy Joe Saunders. Very cocky, if you listen to him talk. But how cocky can you be if you want a bigger ring, right? Doesn't that show weakness if you're asking for a bigger ring? Like, yeah, I'll fight uh I'll fight Canelo in City Field and I'll just run and run and run and they'll never land the punch if he doesn't catch me, right? That's uh, how big yep. a ring. I don't know, it really just shows that you're I, I don't know how cocky you could be in the interviews if you're asking for more space to avoid your opponent. But he seems like a game British fighter who'll get off to a good start, but will look worse for wear and lose eight out of 12 rounds. And I think Canelo decision at plus 150 is the bet. Brian, I think you agree with me. You're right there with that. Yeah, I agree. I think plus 150 is uh is good value there. I actually gave yeah. that, I gave that out last week to you for my best bet, realizing <laughs> uh, it was a week too early. Right. Um, all right. But yeah, I've been pretty good. I think with Canelo picks in terms of decision or KO and, and, and Bill, you, like you said, Billy Joe Saunders is actually pretty good opponent. Like, He'll I looked at him, Brian. He, he has six wins against undefeated fighters. I'm not even talking like three and oh. He has yeah. six wins against undefeated fighters that I've I mean, not he really fought, heard of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, you know, some of the guys you didn't hear of, but he beat, you know, he beat Lemieux, he beat Eubanks. There's some right. there's a couple of decent guys he's he's beaten. So it should be a decent fight. He's gonna have a little bit of a size advantage, at least in terms of mm-hmm. you know, height height and reach. But I see this playing out similar to like the Caleb Smith fight or the Chavez Jr. fight when he fought bigger, taller guys, right? Uh, he dominated the fight Canelo, but they were able to stand in there. They looked okay at times, but again, Canelo still dominates right. the fight. The, the one fight with Canelo that I was surprised about was the, the Kovalev KO um, a few years ago. Right. But again, usually typically against the top fighters, when he fights the top fighters in the world, typically it's you know it's likely to go the distance. So I think a plus 150, uh, that, that's the play here for Canelo. Because you can't, yeah, you're not going to take a minus 750 or, or yeah, we're going to probably parlay him. Minus yeah, well, I have it on a big parlay with Man City I, to advance. And I, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that goes. <laughs> so I should mention he is. So Fandle has a minus 750, Billy Joe Saunders plus 470 on the take back. But if you bet it where the draw is the option, Alvarez minus 600, Saunders plus 480, and the draw is 20 to 1. But, Bri, I think we're getting value here in the plus 150 because will the fight go the distance is minus 114 for the yes. Yeah. And so I don't see. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Saunders going to win seven rounds? I don't think so. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're going to bet that just by Canelo, I mean, it'd right. be hard. I'd be hard to find a way for, for Saunders to win seven rounds. Exactly. There you go. Uh, Parley Kid, what are you saying here? You, you like a uh, knockout. And Harry does too. Well, yeah, but I'm kind of like, see, Harry likes to knock out. You guys mm-hmm. like it to go the distance. So I'm kind of in the middle here because I'm taking what's called a group round betting here on FanDuel mm-hmm. uh, for this fight. So Canelo uh, to win in uh, rounds 10 through 12. So like you guys are saying, this fight carries on late. Um, and I'm just betting that Canelo finishes him off late uh, as uh his opponent will just wear down throughout the fight, and uh, Canelo maybe just puts him away. And this is plus five fifty here, Sal. So I think it's good value because I do I do think this fight goes pretty late, but 
I'm just going to bet that Canelo finishes him at some point, uh, but it will be you late. know you so can plus bet five fifty. Bet bet both parlay kid. Bet like Bri- brother Brian and I right on the points. Alvarez by decision plus one fifty, and between ten and twelve at plus five fifty. If you get to the tenth round, you're looking good, right? Did I figure that out uh, right? Yeah, I think you, you just have to get to the tenth yeah, round. If you get to the tenth round, you're not going to lose money uh, unless you, he gets you're putting the same out. Yeah. amount. Yeah. On, All right. Right. All right, so, Harry. We're, we're not being bad. smart about not this. Bad. We're figuring That's this out. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Now you ruin it, Harry. Go ahead. Tell us what you like. <laughs> No, I agree, Sal, I agree with you here where Saunders is being a little bit cocky. Some of these British guys get to be too cocky. Look, in 2007, I was at the Mayweather-Hatton fight when Hatton mm-hmm. was talking all that. Yeah. Never heard from him again after he got his uh, ass beat so much. So I think Alvarez here, 37 of his 55 wins have been by KO or TKO. You get even money there. Give me that. All right. That's good. Short and sweet. By the way, are you guys shocked that Harry didn't take like 150 to one odd long shot on the on the <laughs> defensive or offensive rookie of the year? Well, what happened, Harry? Did you slip there? Listen, San Francisco messed up by not taking Devontae Smith third. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> well, no, you what? told us that before and we laughed at you. But how come you're not taking like Jamar Johnson? I think it's Harry, Harry's Harry. We talked about this. Harry's changed up his approach. He's a big he's changed. He's a minus 800 on parlays now. Right now. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm up a thousand bucks in the last nine days. So zip it. No, you're not. You bet $22 on the most important I'm game we have this in the last well, nine days. You what told us thousand dollars well, real money. You, you told real, us you I won five hundred th- on the draft. You told I us you I, were, went, I went eight for eight in the draft. How come right. we thank didn't? You. How, how thank come you. We, thank you very much. How come we what, didn't Brian? hear? How come we didn't hear about it? I though, texted. Right after the draft? I, I texted to you, Brian. You, I'll look it up. Te- look at you. Remember everything, Brian. That I remember everything. We've I had two like, podcasts since the draft. That I, is the I, first I'm hearing of this. But I feel yeah. like yesterday was the first time in a text you mentioned it. And by the way, you jinxed yourself again yesterday texting oh, that, you about, well, that, about, that, that, about to win money. And- that King's Coyotes, well, I, I'll <laughs> save it for Tuesday unless I have something even worse, but I don't think I will. But Harry, you're Mr. Tampa Bay, TB to TB. I can't believe you're not taking like Trask at 100 to 1 or something for uh, like something that he gets hurt. Brady and Trash. Uh, I don't know. I'm disappointed. Nah, I thought, I, I, we I, I thought for sure I'd be able to yell at you about uh, your <laughs> nonsensical offense of the rookie. Of the year. Uh-huh. Well, well, you do I, it with I, basketball all the time. You take a basketball rookie well, of the year, a guy who is going to get four minutes. Everybody knows he's going to get four minutes a game, but you take him and uh, you're not, you're not for football, though, huh? Being smart here. Being smart. By the way, <laughs> again, you know, like we mentioned before, Wilson. His pro day was awesome. He's going to make throws that Sam Darnold can't even dream of making. Just remember I said that. All right. Joel, what do you think of this claim of Harry that he's over up over 1,000? I mean, his blood pressure is up over 1,000. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> wow. Maybe that's what he meant. We'll have to listen back. All right, guys. It's time. Sharp Tank. Now, I think you guys were 1-1-1. One, one, and one. The Mets got rained out uh, by of your pick. You had the Cardinals plus one and a half. It's a shame that was going to be a winner. The Grom was on the hill, but then he uh, then he scratched, and then it got rained out anyway. Paul, kid, you lost, and Harry won. I've, I'm thinking that that's yeah, why I lost uh, two out of um, what I, I hit. Yeah, the Islanders. Wait, uh, the Islanders. Oh, I had that Paul. I lost. Islanders yeah. couldn't beat Buffalo. That's what it was. Islanders yeah, and Islanders. Islanders uh, cost. I thought me McDavid tonight. scored I, a goal. Harry didn't he have two Monday? No, it's dry. He had saddle. him on Tuesday. Dry what? saddle had him. Yeah, dry saddle on Tuesday had two. 
Oh, right. Yeah. It was Tuesday. Oh, right, right. Okay. You guys oh, wow. forced me into McDavid, McDavid, McDavid the past five or six uh Who's pods forcing instead you of me that? going against uh, <laughs> my guy, Dry, dry Saddle. Puts all right, two. all right. Well, start us off 0-2-1 oh, on right. Sharp Tank, but this isn't where you guys shine. It's extra points. I don't know why. I just always say, extra just point, take your by extra the way, points it, picks and put them on Sharp Tank. Sal, if Brian wins tonight with his Golden State pick, Brian, will that make 12 straight winning days? Mm-hmm. It's 11 or 12. Okay. Wow, yeah, I think it's I think it's twelve, twelve straight. Okay, if you win with Golden State. Wait, let's uh, update I, let's update those basketball scores real quick. Well, they'll, they'll, the, oh, oh, is that overtime? The Raptors hit a shot, a three pointer with uh, Raptors oh. in a three pointer with one second left to tie it. So, Ooh. oh wow, pro- right. probably going into overtime, but one one point three seconds left. Wow, and Indiana and, uh, the Pacers are up. Detroit, eight, right? uh, Detroit's up eight on the Grizzlies. So you, uh, you could, might see. Um, Golden State leapfrog the Grizzlies tonight. Interesting. Um, All right. There's that, a lot going on. Yeah. A lot going on, but keep an eye on those uh, odds shifting around for the will or will not make the playoffs. All right, Sharp Tank, Harry, start us off. Okay, I'm going to take the Phoenix Suns tomorrow night, minus six. Of course you are. At home against the Knicks. Uh, they had a nice comeback two weeks ago against New York. In New York, uh, beat them by eight. Uh, Booker has four straight games of 30-plus points. And I said a couple weeks ago back that Chris Paul should be the MVP. Um, a lot of people are making cases for him now. If LeBron would have been, if LeBron would have done what Chris Paul has done, brought a team that hasn't made the playoffs in ten years uh, on a new team, Suns team has the best record uh, on the road in the NBA, twenty eight games over five hundred. If that's LeBron, he's hands down MVP. Chris Paul really does deserve it too. So I'm going to take the Suns. They prove it. That, they, that Chris, Paul, Chris Paul should be MVP over the Knicks. But the Friday, Suns, they brought up a good point on Lemon Pepper Parlor. The Suns were in it last year, right? And Aiton was out. How many games did he was he out? Like twenty five. Like they, they have, yeah. they have good, really good players all over the place. I, I don't mean, know they went. Like, you look at it. They went seven and zero in the bu- eight and zero in the bubble. Too, eight and so zero in the bubble. Yeah. yeah, Well, that's what I mean. So they, they weren't like total shit coming. But in. they but did. I, right. I, I like I like Chris Paul as a player. I really do. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think Jokic is the win. Like there's so much. And I bagged. So I, much, I was bagging. I remember, I was two years ago. I was bagging all over Chris Paul when he was with the Rockets, not being able to do anything in the well, playoffs. You're did pretty good with a Thunder lad. Not really a homer. It makes me think you know it. where he lives. You're stalking <laughs> probably. By the way, speaking of, I find out where Danica Patrick lives now in, in town. You do? Yeah. <laughs> really? She lives in our buddy's complex, so now I know where Danica Patrick lives. You know, I bet she's so, looking so I'm, to make... I'm off uh, of what? I'm off probably of, looking uh, to uh, make Aaron Rodgers jealous. It should be seen with you. That'd be something else. <laughs> <laughs> that could be just what she needs here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I put on my good gray sweatpants. I'm good to go. Yeah, well, I was gonna say put on the gray sweatpants. By, by uh, the way, have we have we figured out with Harry? Like Harry, are you gonna go to these these Suns basketball games and and do the gorilla thing or what? What what's well, going on? Uh, you know, it's uh, it's an idea. Let me look. I'm, We'll it's say, true. It's an not, idea. Yeah. It's your idea. idea. We'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Suns minus six uh, for Harry. Uh, Parley Kid, what are you going with? I'm swinging for the fences here this week, Sal. I am going to go golf here with mm. the uh, Wells Fargo Championship. I was looking for a top five or top ten finish, but it's not. nothing's posted yet. So what the heck? We're going to go Tommy Fleetwood at 14 to one mm. to be the outright winner oh, of this my. tournament. He's three behind. Phil Mickelson at this point uh, is uh, four under for today. Uh, I think he stays right in that mix. And uh, he's due. Fleetwood's due. Good golfer. Uh, yeah. Let's say he wins this tournament. And the guys that are ahead of him right now, uh, I don't think maintain their play. Uh, right. I think there's a couple guys behind him 
That Justin Thomas is minus but, two. I see, right? Right, right. Yeah. I think there's some good. Justin Thomas is the favorite to win it right now. Uh, but I'll take Fleetwood. He's two strokes ahead of him at this point. Uh, at right. plus 1,400. Mm. I'm going That's for it. That's a big here. one. That's like a big one. There you go. All right. We'll get that up early uh, Friday if you can. Fleetwood, 14 to one. I'm not sure what time he uh, tees off. Brother Bry. Yeah, I know. What's yeah. your sharp tank pick? Yeah, I am going to go uh, FCS semifinal. I just want to check oh, these yeah. ads here because I think they might have changed. Uh, they did change, so it's going to be worse for me. So give me, um, I'm going to take Delaware plus seven and a half oh. uh, against South Dakota State. I'm sure, Sai, you probably have South Dakota well, State. Well, I took some, South Dakota some, State two weeks in a row. Of course, yeah, money line. I'm I mean, the money, the, you know, the money line. I mean, last week they really just survived uh, Southern yeah. Illinois. That was a really close game, especially because they... They had beat the shit out of them, I think, a few weeks earlier on right. than that. But yeah, so it's been a re- really long time since Delaware was good. You'd have to go back uh, to the days when Joel was at Hofstra. I think that was the last time Whoa. probably Delaware. They had some good rivalries back then between Delaware and uh, Is that the Hofstra. year Ditka won uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year? <laughs> it's, it's very possible. But I'll say that, that that Colonial Athletic Conference is a very good conference in the FCS. It's definitely one of the better ones. Um, yeah, I keep they, telling people you're missing football. There's college football on, and it's kind of exciting. Uh, nobody wants to watch it, but yeah, Sunday night that was a really fun game. Right, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's it's yeah, it it's some of these games have been good. James Madison is always a good team to watch, but you know they they bit, maybe didn't play the best teams in the conference because it was on the other side of the conference. So, but they dominated in all their games mm-hmm. pretty much so far. They had nice wins. Villanova was a really good team who they beat. Uh, Rhode Island is usually pretty good. Um, and then last week they beat beat up Jacksonville State. They kind of dominated that game. Jacksonville State, I think, was ranked mm. uh, f- fourth coming into that one. So they kind of dominated that one. I think seven and a half is probably a little too high. Like I said, South Dakota State, you know, they've had some close games this year. You know, this isn't uh, this isn't necessarily a dominating. They come uh, up with they, a big stop, it seems, in a couple yeah, games I showed both, like both every te- single time. Big, yeah, both teams have, yeah, both teams have been very good defensively. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, this isn't like an FCS season where you've had like a totally dominant uh, North Dakota State or maybe James Madison team. So mm-hmm. South Dakota State's always one of the top four or five, but I think right. it's going to be a pretty close game. So I, right. I would I would take the points here. I hate to cut you off, but it's over 45 Please. seconds now on South Dakota State, as much as I like in <laughs> <and> Delaware. <laughs> uh, shoot. Let me look at this. So now I have to take one of these. Oh, two and one. Fuck, I just want to lean on your extra points picks. Not sharp tank. Harry, I'll yeah. go with you. I feel yeah. I hope this doesn't happen. But that that's you, Knicks fans, that's a nightmare, right? Watching what happened in Denver, watching them get blown out. Like, mm-hmm. uh oh, this is kind of what this is what I'm worried about for the playoffs. Obviously, they don't have to go to the West for a while, but and um, Sal, maybe this is a said- bad don't talk me out. You're gonna talk me out of it. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say what? when you were uh when you gave out the pick, Dave behind you shook his head yes. So Oh, Dave, the dog is in and out of here. Yeah. I know. I'm going <laughs> to strangle him. I'm gonna, someone's supposed to be in charge of this dog between uh, 6 and 7.30 on Thursday You want me to talk to All Jack? Right. You want me to talk to Jack? Talk to somebody. Yeah, tell him we're going right. to have to give him up for adoption. Uh, Suns minus 6 over Knicks on Friday. Uh, that's what I am going with. All right, so there you go. Nice. That's my pick. We went over um, NBA teams to make the playoffs. We went over offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year in the NFL. Best bets. You heard it all, Jim. Joel, Joel, start off. What was your favorite extra point of the podcast? What was the good best point made? Oh, you made a lot of excellent points today. Uh, since 1967, <laughs> uh, the defensive rookie of the year 
The Cowboys are one of seven teams never to have won one. Mm. And, uh, you are also right. When you make a group bet, you have to be all in. You can't just bet $22 when everyone else is betting money. And 40 cents. And 40 cents. But I'm, I actually think Harry made the best point today. No. Zach Wilson, uh, offensive rookie of the year at seven to one. Uh, he might be the best quarterback in New York, according to Harry Zach Wilson. He's, he's, <laughs> he's got weapons. Denzel Mims, he's all in on. Uh, yeah. Dare I say it. Love Harry Elijah Moore. Love Elijah wow, Moore. Wow, so I thought Joel would have said Brian's uh, Harris uh, running back. Yeah, pick. what is it, Joel? Did you find yeah, that come was on. the uh, best I think I think because I mentioned Parley oh. Kid and being scared about Parley Kid. So <laughs> no, I, I just like Harry. Off. He gave Sam Darnold a lot of crap in the Jets. Now it, he's like Fireman Harry over there. <laughs> he does look he could be the new fireman friend there. All right. Well, I feel like I should split that uh great point with him since I also went with Zach Wilson and took it on TV today. But all right, whatever, that's fine. Uh Harry, you could have that. Jim, did you hear anything you like today? Yeah, it's funny. I actually thought Harry did have a great point with Zach Wilson, as did you, Sal. Thank but then you. Harry ruined it with yes. the uh, not knowing the name of Pro Day. So yeah, he gets right. the worst point of the show. <laughs> Draft day. Yeah. I actually yeah. think the best point of the show, I've I've heard a lot of people talk about the playing games, but I liked you comparing it to baseball, saying it's not like screwing up a pitching or right. so, so it's Sal right there. That Thank was a good you, one. Good. All right. Very That's good. a good point. Jim's, get, the, the Jim's Jim get, getting a raise. Jim's getting the eighty dollars that we're docking uh, Harry for uh, and uh, <laughs> Harry, who gets the duh of the day? Oh, that's interesting. Boy, yeah, you know what? I didn't think about. It. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll just give it. I'll just give it to Darren just for the hell of it. Thank you. <laughs> the parlay yeah. kid gets the dollar hey, of the day. Yeah, I, I can't wait till they have um, like I, I don't know if in football if it's the comeback player of the year or yeah. most improved. But I'm putting so much. I'm going to put a lot of money on Sam Darnold. Uh, oh yeah, Good oh, idea. that's gonna be just fun. bet me. I'm gonna just bet. Just I am bet me. Gonna root like crazy for just, that guy this just year. Just bet yeah. me. <laughs> me too. Me too. Bet well, listen, against. He's got, yeah. he's, he's got Anderson back, which he never used in New York. And meanwhile, Anderson last year was a top ten receiver. So go figure that. All right. Well, why don't you bet? Oh, Joel, what is this now? <laughs> what happened? There's also an excellent point Harry made this week on Twitter. He, he's never eaten a Big Mac or a Whopper. <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent point that's i can't lie. that's a lie i can't that's, i can't believe no, it's you. not i don't no, you like Bur don't you like burger king well wait for reasons uh other than you know what i, I don't like really burger king no burger what? king actually is the worst out of the four oh. major fast food places too Oh, I'll take I a see. Wendy's burger anytime, but still. Well, uh, which well, I will call bullshit on his on this Joel because he said he doesn't like Big Macs because he hates the sauce, which means he tried a Big Mac before. I tried right? the sauce. I've i i dabbled in the sauce, and I said no go. What did you order? The sauce? And like, just give me the sauce to go. Gross. And a, and a and what? A what are coke? the four major uh, fast food places, Harry? Which ones Mc, do you consider yeah. to be the McDonald's, four? Burger King, Wendy's. And uh, Wendy's, oh, yeah. I guess three. Oh, Wendy's. Wendy's. I don't think Wendy's. I don't know. Is that a still oh, up there? Uh, in, in in New York, it is. New York is Wendy's it? Is, yeah, New York. Wendy's is still popular. Well, but you, I mean, you go Taco Bell would be before went, right? I mean, do you have to go? No. Off the, yeah, I mean, are we talking that, about your favorite or most popular? Because we could look this up. I think Wendy's is more popular than Taco Bell. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. 
This uh, is like the Power Five conferences you guys are discussing <laughs> right now. Harry, is it all the is it all the bacon, the extra bacon? No, it's really it's not the bacon. It's the taste of the burger, and definitely Wendy's has the best tasting burger. <laughs> the problem when is, get- Joel Harry became a vegan back in like '96, so it, it's a, it really right. hasn't had some of these right. new. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, McDonald's style. Well, this isn't fair, but the top four in sales, if you want to go by sales, which you might as well, because that kind of uh, denotes popularity. McDonald's, I'm not counting Starbucks. Starbucks is number two. Chick-fil-A, number three, and not even open on Sundays. Taco Bell is four. Burger yeah. King, Subway, Wendy's seventh. Dunkin' Donuts. Well, you don't get a pizza place until ninth and uh, Domino's. And then Panera Bread is 10th. Wow. Wow, I got and, and I get Ken Dunkin' Donuts every single morning. You're keeping it afloat. Yeah, about nine of the $9.2 <coughs> billion is from you ordering Ken Dunkin' Donuts. Right? <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Another excellent point made by Harry. You're at AAO. Harry, what do you got going this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I'll, uh, I'll be in. Uh, L- I'm catching an early flight to L.A. Are you trying to get to my morning. house? Is that what you asked me before this well, podcast? Well, I was saying, you know, I got a six hour layover, you know, so whatever. A uh, layover. Are you flying? And then I'm flying to New York. Oh, I see what the hell's going on. Yeah. yeah and then All I'm right. flying to New York. You can come and then, over. Uh, the little boy yeah, has a game. Uh, what Saturday, time? 11 a.m. That could work out nice. Against the Angels. I'll let, uh, let me Padres see. Angels. What do you think? Ooh. All right. You can bet on yeah. it. We'll bet on the game. All right. You can come Sounds by. Sounds good. I'll let you in. You're at AAO Harry Parley Kid at the Chalk at the Talker. Chalk Talker, Sal. Um, this weekend, pretty quiet weekend. So, um, Anybody going to a game? Because the Mets and I see the Yankees had the same promotion. If you, I think you have to be vaccinated to get in, I think. and But they're also giving out vaccinations. And if you get vaccinated, you get a free ticket in both mm. uh, City Field and Yankee Stadium. Interesting. So I think you're going to have some people with like double vax getting yeah, another gonna, vaccination. I was, I was just trying to ask, get in the game. Can I, can I get vaccine again? I think so. Joel, is that mm. fair that people who waited like six weeks after everyone else are getting a free ticket? It just seems like an unfair giveaway. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't get it. If you have a bobblehead and you should get yeah. something else, like, yeah, well, know. the bobblehead also has to be vaccinated. It's weird how it works out. All right, you're at the Brother Bry. Brother Bry. Yeah, I'm at the Brother Bry. Uh, Darren, Darren, part of the kid has, you have a big uh, football game, right, tomorrow? Last last game of the year, right? Oh, we have a good middle school football game. Yeah. I, Did I you forget, forget that? that? No. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, you know, it's middle school. I, Would you have missed the game if Bry game. didn't say I, anything? Wow. But it's a fun, no, I got a fun team. It's going to be a good group in a few years. So uh, Nice. High expectations for a group of guy kids that we have this year. So yeah, um, yeah, that would be we got a fun uh, little rivalry game tomorrow. So there you go. I, I, yeah, I just I I'd say I I would say we're like I was a give touchdown us a underdog here. though. Yeah, be, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. about right. Seven, seven. All right, I'll touchdown. take. I'll Although take we six are missing like three or four of our starters, so it's hard to say. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's. I heard. I heard it was eleven and a half. Oh, Harry. Come on. <laughs> there you uh, go. But right. yeah, Sal, Sal, not uh, not too much for me. I just got my daughter will have soccer and lacrosse this weekend. So mm. looking, there looking you forward go. to that. The sports yep. we got, are rolling we got, and rolling. And it's a, it's a shame. We had the UFC card should have been pretty good. We had the the one fight, the Dillashaw fight was canceled. Mm. Uh, so we're losing that. So the main event, I think, is, is Waterson. 
The yeah. karate, ho- karate hotties. The, uh, oh, right, main, right, main right. Of, main event well, we got yeah. the fight. Uh, Alvarez, Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, Spaghetti, yep. weigh in on this. I know you've talked about it on minus three. You're, you're very upset. I thought it was a good decision. <laughs> Rangers find a quarter of a million dollars. They need to keep their mouth shut. You disagree. Well, I just want the Rangers to bankrupt. Well, Jim Dolan goes bankrupt via the NHL. That's wow. what I'm hoping for. And then he has to sell the team, and then we could all be happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this. Davidson get back in the broadcast booth or no? That's too weird at this point. I think he's going to go to the Buffalo Sabres with Gordon. That's oh, right. Really? Yeah, I think they're going to want to go to the Sabres. They want to build a new winner there, and they're going to you know haunt the Rangers. And they won't be in the same division, but they'll haunt them for seasons to come if Dolan does, in fact, ruin this Rangers team. All right, but justice was served when the Rangers were fined two hundred fifty thousand, and Wilson was t- fined also. Which I, I don't know how much that that wasn't right, but whatever. Rangers were fined. They, they'll they'll learn a lesson, hopefully, right? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Everyone I, hates I, us. The world has come together about this one thing. It's putting it's uh it's the best thing to happen to hockey in the last three weeks. Nah, so, so no? I, I, I look, um, yeah, I I, I don't know. People, oh, Davidson, oh, what ha- I don't, what what has he won for the Rams? It's been Rangers haven't been very good all these years. They, they just they haven't been very good. How many years um, is it? So, is it four um, or how many? I don't years? know if David should Davidson. He, I think he's built a pretty good team, but they they don't really win a lot of hockey games. So I'm not sure what kind of team he's really spaghetti. Built if here. they we'll don't see. get shut out by the rain, the Islanders twice, he might still have his job. I wonder. That know. was part of it. They said the Knicks winning now somehow because Dolan's patting himself in the back for this blue collars Knicks team winning. So he thinks that that's the reason why they should be. I mean, in fairness to the Rangers, they've had two years to rebuild and it looks like they're well on their way to a pretty good contender from here on out. And they lucked into the first and second pick. So I, I wouldn't go as far to say the Rangers have failed expectations. It's just been mm-hmm. a really crazy year. All right. Mikey Meatballs is rolling his eyes right now. I can't even see his video <laughs> right now, but I could, I could tell he's rolling his eyes. Big big Ranger Islander rivalry. Jim Cunningham, what's going on this weekend? Not much. Apparently, Harry is flying from Phoenix to Los Angeles, which is an hour and a half or hour 45 minutes, and then has a six-hour layover to fly to New York. <laughs> well, like not six hours, really. I, I have a different... Fly from I have... Phoenix to New York for four <laughs> in four hours, 45 uh... minutes. Who is your travel agent? Harry Gagnon? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's saving um, upwards of $22.40 on this little yeah, layover. Yeah, yeah ex- right, right. Yeah, Harry, what sep- did you I have a separate. I have a separate flight going to New York uh, booked by our buddy. Yeah, but you easily, I mean, there's plenty of nonstop flights from Phoenix to JFK. Yep. Or, right? Yeah, there are. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I'll, be, I'll be flying with him. Oh, he's out, out of here. LA. I yeah, see he's out here. So don't answer your text messages, so. Yeah, Harry has to uh, hide uh, marijuana gummies in his anus uh, so for the flight <laughs> over. I no, that. no, just just no. in my bag, just in my bag. I see. All right, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jim, the eyes are ones. Yeah, Jim Cunningham and the eyes are ones. Joel, you selling T-shirts? We've been on much too long here. Are you selling T-shirts this weekend? I did, and I, I appreciate we had someone reach out to us. Uh, his handle, I'll get it in a second, but he, he uh, I, I bought, he's a big fan of the show, bought two shirts from him, and he's going to send Harry one. So oh. I'm very excited to see what he's he's sending Harry. Mm. What, right. size, what size shirt, though? Yeah, no, that's that's going to be costly, right? Yeah. I don't, it, 
Been working right, out in the pool. I'm telling you. I know. In place I'm not, in the pool is I'm not believing again. you. He's got He's, j just have the guy smear a uh, Big Mac sauce all over the shirt. All right. Do that. <laughs> do that, Joel. Uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Babyface Joel Solomon. He'll produce Jim Cunningham and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Now